Hello and welcome to today's update of the Outlook by Brooke. Now, today has been um, a lot more quiet than the last few days have been. But that doesn't mean that a lot is not going on. They did say that um, in the Q drops that 80% of this quote-unquote war would be fought behind the scenes and we would probably only get to see visually about 20%. Now, um, I'd like to break down a little bit. Um, from yesterday, we talked about the whole um, arrest of several of our Congress members. Now, upon looking at the videos that had surfaced and um, comparing with what Nancy Drew had posted and even her commentary on it, she was saying that when she was there, um, if this protest happened at the time that they say it happened, that was only about an hour after she left D.C., and when she left, it was quiet. There was no protesters. There was no cops everywhere. There wasn't anything like that. It was just a normal day. And she also pointed out that they had laid down like these um, green mat type yoga mat things. Um, and that they were very precisely laid down. So for the amount of people that they had out there, um, in accordance with the irregularity that we would actually have congressmen and women out protesting, just all the facts and figures all together, um, that it just seemed like more of an optics type thing. I don't know if it was um, CGI or if this was recorded at a different date or um, any, it just seemed very oft. Um, AOC didn't even have handcuffs on. So I'm sure for those that are still asleep, this was optics of... Um, you know, that they do have the same rules that apply to them as applies to us and that they should be able to have consequences just like we have. And from an um, awakened person's perspective, it just goes to show you that we kind of are living in a little movie right now and that these things are pre-planned. So that kind of gives me a little peace of mind. I don't know about y'all that... um these things, even to this extent, can be pre-planned, pre-recorded, and then hit mainstream media at any given time. So, um, that was interesting. Also, we, we're also going to go back to the whole prime minister versus president of Italy. Uh, I had shared with y'all that it was really strange that they had two and that the prime minister, he tried to resign, but his resignation, the president rejected it. But um, they're saying now that he's actually going to officially resign tomorrow. So we will keep an eye out for that because it just looks um, real interesting to say the least. What is the purpose in that timing? What Like what's the purpose of them saying, oh, I'm going to retire. No, you can't. And then him actually resigning. Are there significance to the dates, the times? Um, is there going to be a significant event that happens in Italy tomorrow? That's the kind of thing, um, my perspective of what we should be looking for and what we should be trying to figure out.
Because it was not like the other ones where they just say they're going to resign and then they do. Now, also, um, I want to go over this. It says Tesla sold $936 million of digital assets in quarter two. Converted 75% of Bitcoin purchases into fiat currency. Basically means that Tesla cashed out on a large sum of money. What are they using that money for? What is the purpose behind cashing that out? Now, that's a that's not a normal um, that's not a normal thing to do for them to get all that transferred back into fiat currency ASAP. So either they know that the stock market and Bitcoin and all that is about to fall, and they want to keep their fiat currency. Um, instead of losing it, <laughs> or, you know, they are trying to force the hand of Bitcoin. So that's another thing that um, we're just going to keep that in our pocket. Some other interesting things that happened is there was a big fire near um, Stonehenge. So again, we're seeing another significant monument and something crazy going on. I would, honestly, I believe that we'll see this more and more and more and more. Um, but those those things just make me excited because I know that we're getting further and further into the plan and that it's going to get a little bit more intense because think about it. Um, six months ago, we didn't have all this. Well, we had chaos, but it wasn't to the magnitude of what we're dealing with right now. Now, if you're feeling uneasy about the place that we're in, um, you're just going to have to toughen up Buttercup because it's going to get worse and it has to get worse for people to be in a position that are still asleep to want to watch the eight hours a day, three times a day EBS. People have to be scared. People have to want to be indoors at a vulnerable place to actually take the, um, take in all of this, you know? mentally. So then we also see um, climate change, all this craziness from our president. He was saying that, you know, it's something that he is going to eventually in the near future use his emergency powers for as a president. And of course, you know, I did some digging into that, but there was a guy I was listening to, um, a video, and I want to say, I don't know if he said he was the founder or co-founder or something of the Weather Channel, and he was a scientist, and he was saying that, you know, the way that science is, it does not actually support the, the climate change being factual. So, let's just kind of take a, a little dive into what it means to invoke the Emergency Powers Act. Now, when they do, that can last up for 12 months. There's a very specific um, point where when the 12-month mark hits, um, being one year, that the, you would have to renew it. And it is possible to take those powers from the president, but um, I don't know if it's the House and the Senate. And I don't know. There's a certain legality of like a two-thirds vote to actually take it from him, and he 
can choose to veto that. It's a whole headache of a process, but the Emergency Powers Act was originally made so that in times of chaos, war, pandemic, um, even like hurricanes and, and massive um, massive storms, that funds could be reallocated and certain laws could be um, lifted in order to help the American people. Like, you know, during Katrina, we had millions, if not billions, of money and FEMA and, and you know, now we have Cajun Navy, but just all of this money and was having to be funneled to help all of the people that were affected by that, that no longer had a home or food or a job. And so there, it can be used for good purposes, but how often is it used for good purposes? So he, some of the things that he can do, I think there's a list of 136. It used to be 400 different things that he could use power on, but now it's 136. And um, some of those things can even be unconstitutional. Some of those things can even be taking money that um, Congress has already allocated to a certain purpose and using it for whatever that emergency is. Now, what I'm not understanding is if that is the thing and that is what he's using it for for money and funding and blah, 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 kind of like Trump did with the border wall. We needed the funding for the border wall. Um, what exactly is it that he thinks he is going to do with that money to change our climate? Especially being that we have these weather machines that pretty much design the weather already. That's why we're seeing flooding in some places and droughts in another. Is he using that funding to build more harp facilities? Or shut them down? Or line his pocket? Or send it to some offshore bank account? We always have to watch the money and see where it goes. So this is something, um, I feel like today I'm just (laughs) teaching y'all some of my um, thought process and research techniques, but these are some things that we need to be looking out for. And last but not least, we're going to talk a little bit about the whole Nassar Jassar gold back bricks situation. Now, we used to be on the gold standard, right? I believe it was um, 1971 and Nixon was in office when we came off the gold standard. And what happened is the U.S. actually ran out of gold <clears throat> for them to be able to fund the things that they needed to fund or buy or trade or whatever they needed to do. They ran out of gold. They couldn't back their currency, which is when they got off that onto the fiat currency, and then they could kind of back it with oil. We have never had a problem producing our own oil until our president shut down a very significant pipeline, then goes off and sells barrels of oil to China. So we had set ourselves up even switching to fiat currency to be a strong nation and the first thing he did when he got into office was shut down the pipeline shut down the construction so therefore he weakened our dollar the first thing he came in and i know that i was aware that it was bad to shut down the pipeline and that could be significant it could create a lot of jobs even outside of of giving us a lot of oil but um 
he knew what he was doing. It was very deliberate. And now we're seeing the aftermath of pretty much allowing him to do that, allowing him to cut off our oil and sell our oil and watching him very, um, I don't even know how to put it, very weak looking, going pretty much beg for oil deals with Saudi Arabia when we could produce our own. He is beyond stupid, you guys. We need to open up that pipeline that those we could be so far into the construction of that. I don't know if any of y'all have um, construction working husbands or friends or family, but these projects are not a small undertaking and they can take months, they can take years. And so he needs to step up his game, get our oil back going, because how is our fiat currency that's supposed to be backed with oil going to stand up against all these other nations that are going gold-backed and now we have a fiat currency backed on oil and we don't have oil to back it? This is going to set up perfectly for the fall of our economy in which we need to go through if we're going to get to Nassara, Jasara, and or even be forced into um, the entire BRICS gold-backed system. And if you're out there and you're thinking, well, how would we go back to gold standard? Because, you know, we had all this gold and then we used it all. We ran out. We don't have enough. Like, where is this gold coming from? Whenever the Vatican was raided, they found tunnels. Now, these, of course, are connected to the dumps. But the Vatican tunnels were miles and miles and miles and miles long. It's even rumored that they had one of their tunnels stretched straight from the Vatican to Israel. Now, from what I'm understanding, the amount of gold that they had and that they have stolen and taken from different countries and different families for so long was enough to completely gold back every currency. Now, they also had, um, I think it was Uganda, I was saying, they had found um, like 31 million tons of gold. So understand that the countries will get the gold that they need to back their entire system. And that it is not the deep state players like Biden and Pelosi that are accepting the gold. It's the white hats. It's the military. So don't freak out. Yes, we have, we're currently on fiat currency. Um, this is not going to stay there. There's no way that we can compete in a world market this way. So I believe that this is a white hat plan and that it is setting up perfectly. And, you know, even for me, I, I consider myself quite awake to a lot of things. But whenever he shut down the pipeline and started selling oil off and it didn't dawn on me then how grand the scheme is, you know what I mean? How masterful and how many different scenarios could have taken place and, and how they're choosing the scenarios. And I don't know. It's just really interesting to look at from a 40,000 you know, feet perspective or a bird's eye view to really look at the enormity of this entire white hat military global operation. As always, you guys, you can follow me on Truth Social at Brooke Petrie, and I will talk to y'all tomorrow.